Each and every week, Homeschool Think Tank shares two podcast episodes with you. While our Monday episode is all about mindset, the other episode is all about homeschooling. I decided to start sharing a weekly episode about mindset because I've seen the difference that it makes in my own life. To learn more about how we serve homeschool families, visit homeschoolthinktank.com. My name is Jackie, and welcome to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Hey there, today we're going to visit about how to stop yelling or how to stop doing something that you don't want to do, sort of a, a reaction, right? So I want to tell you a little bit of a story, and then I'm going to tell you how to how to change your behavior, basically. So when my children were younger, I always felt like I was a pretty good mom and I didn't really yell a lot <laughs> or anything like that. And then at one point, one of my kiddos was a little bit challenging and sometimes I didn't know what to do and I just exhausted all the things. So I found myself yelling from time to time, but still not a lot. But then I had a hysterectomy which throws you into menopause and it took quite a long time to get my medication right because I didn't want to admit that I needed a higher dosage. So like I was on one dose for a while, tried something else, went back to that other thing, upped the dose, sat on that for like a year, finally admitted like I need more. So in that time frame, I started yelling and it became a bit of a habit. Um, because my hormones were out of whack. But even after I was on the highest dosage that I could be on, I still sometimes felt like I needed <laughs> I needed more. Well, over time, I started diving deep into mindset work, and I actually did that more to help me with homeschool think tank, but what I found is that it helped me become a better mom, a better human, a better everything, right? because what I learned is how to manage my emotions better. So here is how I quit yelling. And this worked for me and maybe it will work for you too if you find yourself yelling. But again, it doesn't just have to be yelling. It could just be like, if something triggers you and you find yourself behaving in a way that you don't like, then you've got to do something to interrupt that pattern and change that behavior. So by the way, I'm also working on becoming a certified life coach. So what I'm learning a lot through there is you've got to learn to interrupt the pattern at the thought level. Now I did this stuff before I was doing life coaching, but there's a lot of correlation between all of this. So here's what I did. First, I recognized I don't like being a mom who yells. This is not the mom I want to be. It's not the mom I used to be. <laughs> and I don't like this. It's not good for me. It's not good for my kids. And I want to change it. So one day I was reading a book that was completely unrelated to uh, parenting. It was really around business, but it, it talked about something that made me go, oh, what a good idea. So what I did is I took this concept and I applied it to my parenting. And I acknowledged that I don't like yelling, 
don't want to be this way. But now it, it just gave me this idea for a plan. So the plan is to set an alarm to remind you to change your behavior. So I literally did this. I set an alarm in my phone for three times a day. I set up very first thing in the morning, like not my like alarm to wake up or anything, but like an alarm for maybe around the time I'm getting out of the shower or something like that before I'm really engaging with my kids because my kids are older. Um, but I set an alarm to remind me I don't want to yell. And then I also set another alarm for sort of mid-afternoon when I was just sort of running lower on energy, I guess, or it was just a time of day I found myself feeling irritable. And I set an alarm for that time of day. And then I set an alarm in the evening time. So that afternoon and evening were both times of the day where I might find myself yelling. Morning, it really was not an issue for me. But that morning one was a reminder. And like this went on, I left this alarm for a long time. I don't know, at least a month with three times a day. But here's what else I did. And later I've come to realize there were some, actually some scientific things that were very effective about this. It, in that label, it wasn't just the alarm going off. It literally said the word dandelion. And then I put, wrote down the word dandelion and I'll tell you what that means in a minute, on a sticky note. And I put it on my refrigerator, I put it on my bathroom mirror, I put it in multiple places throughout the houses where the house where I would see this word as it, it was just this constant reminder of like, yeah, I don't I don't want to yell. So I I didn't really want to go tell everybody, hey, I'm gonna try to quit yelling because they probably wouldn't believe me anyway. Um so I just did this. It was like my code word, dandelion. But what that word did for me is it triggered a memory. And it took me back into my childhood. And I can just remember like kneeling down in the front yard and like having a dandelion and like whoosh, blowing on the dandelion and blowing the seeds, right? The When there are seeds. And I just, I loved doing that. And I would go find every single dandelion seed and just whoosh, and blow on them until they were gone. But so what that did is it actually takes me back to a moment that was pleasant. It was calm, but there's also like breath work involved with this. This like taking deep breaths is actually like a good way to calm down, right? Like you go and you calm down. Well, doing the word dandelion for me that did the same thing. It helped with those breaths because I'd almost find myself like imagining it and you know, not like I'm going around pretending to blow the dandelions all the time, but I, mentally it did and it just sort of helped me take a breath. So what happened is I planned for being triggered. <laughs> I, I, I've started preventing it. So I'm interrupting this, this habit at the thought. It, it wasn't, it, it, I didn't allow myself to get to the action of yelling because at some point my kids were like, well, mom, what does dandelion mean? And I finally was like, okay, just say it to me if I start yelling, okay? Just if I start to yell, say dandelion. And they did that. And they didn't know what the heck it meant exactly, but they did know it was effective and getting mom to just like 
clam up and not <laughs> not proceed with yelling, which nobody likes the yelling. By the way, I'm here to tell you, if you don't like being with yourself, nobody does either. And I was not enjoying being with myself at this time frame. So, so yeah, it worked and it totally took me back. But so it's, I wanted to share this with you because in last week's podcast episode, I honestly can't even remember what it was now, but I after listening to it, I thought, oh, I need to do an episode about this and not just about yelling because I have done a separate episode about yelling, but about changing your behavior and planning for a trigger. So um, let me see if I recall this correctly. So there's a difference between reacting and responding to something. Reacting is just like that momentary thing that whatever you do involuntarily, whereas responding is more of a thoughtful uh, response, right? It's not a reaction, it's response. It's you're more in your rational brain as opposed to like a reaction, you're really in more of your lower brain, your uh, sort of your caveman brain. It's just like this instant thing. So if you can interrupt something at the thought. So what I'm learning in life coaching is there's a circumstance, then there is a thought and you're going to have a feeling. And from the thought and feeling, you'll take an action or an inaction, which leads to very different results, right? So if you can interrupt something that you don't like that you do an action, at the thought process that changes everything. So I was able to interrupt my pattern that I had developed, even though it had not always been a pattern. I I was not always a yeller, but (laughs) apparently (laughs) menopause does crazy things to people. But that, that triggered that for me. Now, so my circumstance was I had this surgery. I ha- I was on medication. I finally was at the highest medication. They cannot give me any more. And various things happened that I was overreacting to. And so <laughs> for me, I started seeking out more work on mindset work. And it wasn't really to for that. It was really about like, if I wanted to succeed with homeschool think tank, I recognized I needed to have, um, I thought I needed to toughen up. Now I just think I needed better awareness around my emotions. But at any rate, so that that's changed everything for there. But like in a moment, there's a circumstance. Maybe your kid says something. Maybe there's just somebody else. It's a lot of times you're not generally yelling in response to yourself. It's not like if you get frustrated with yourself, you're like suddenly yelling at yourself. There's usually somebody else involved there, right? And they are in what's called your C line, your circumstance line. So your child says something or does something very specific. And you as the parent have the ability to interpret that in a variety of ways. And you could, your child could say something and you could take it as disrespectful or you're being a smart aleck or you could be amused by it. You can, you have agency over how you think about what somebody else says or does. So you can make up your mind that I'm not going to yell, but you do have to, I think just deciding 
Okay, you can decide I don't want to yell. Decisions made, I don't want to yell. But that doesn't change your behavior. You have to interrupt the thought, the thought process. And so if you set that alarm a few times a day, you put things around you to remind you that you want to change your behavior. And in this instance for me, telling somebody else, the people who I would yell at, who I most don't want to yell at in this world, like my children, I don't want to be a mom who yells. So um, telling them. So there were all of these different things here that helped me interrupt my thoughts. And, but the other part was I had something else that I was doing other than yelling. And that something else was imagining me <laughs> just blowing on dandelions, being calm as a little girl. And now, from what I know now, I could have actually even taken that a step further, and this is something you can do. So if you don't wanna yell, or you don't wanna do something, what will you do instead? That's what really matters. So imagine yourself doing what it is you would rather do instead. So in my case, it was, I did not want to yell. I don't want to yell at my kids. I thought of myself blowing on the dandelion seeds. But what I don't actually remember doing is really imagining myself like, okay, if I get frustrated with the child, I'm going to just leave the room for five minutes. Or if I get frustrated with my child, I'm maybe going to <laughs> turn on some music to sort of change the mood in the room. Or I'm going to, I don't know, you could memorize a few jokes or something and just totally change the subject and tell your kid a joke. I don't know. Whatever it is, imagine yourself doing something different than what you normally do. So let's go back to just a very specific instance. Clearly something <laughs> was triggering me almost daily. There was something that I was aggravated by. And so there, there could be the circumstance, my kid says X, Y, Z and does X, Y, Z. Now, before you layer all your judgments on it, it's really just a very specific, like it's a, it's a statement. I don't want to do this. My child said, I don't want to do this. Or my child did this. If you take away all the judgment on what your child did, it's really very basic and simple. But as humans, we tend to layer judgment on that. So you can think the next time my child says or does, I'm going to, and that's where you have agencies over what you're going to do. I'm going to remain calm. I'm going to sit down on the floor and just sit. You don't even have to leave the room, but just the act of doing something different than what you normally do. So if you can have a plan in your mind for, I'm going to think about this, go back to some pleasant thought. I'm also going to then imagine me doing this instead. You're going to have totally different results. You're you know, instead of having explosions, <laughs> things are going to be calmer in your house. 
it, you're going to feel more in control. Your kids are going to feel better. But let me give you a little bit of um, warning here. When you're changing your behavior, other people are still used to your old behaviors. And it can take a really long time for them to change their responses because we all have these like automatic responses, <laughs> reactions, right, to each other. So you might quit yelling, but your kid might still act as though you had or any other behavior, right? You might quit doing the thing, but others will still act as though you had. You have to understand that, I think, it, because it can be frustrating when you've made these changes and people still act like you're doing the old thing and you're not. So give others time to adapt because we all have neural pathways in our brain and we just have these automatic things going on. And so your family, others in your life that are close to you know how it normally is and they are going to react as though that's what happened even if it was totally different. All right, I hope this is really helpful. So you can use these techniques. Again, I'll just sort of remind you. If you want to quit doing something, you got to become aware of what it is you're doing, right? And think, okay, I want to quit. But just thinking it's not enough. You have to make a plan about what you're going to do. What are you going to think about that's going to bring you to a calm state? What are you going to actually do in the moment when that happens? And, and then do it. And then set yourself those reminders, the phone reminders, your alarm reminders. It's like magic. And have it go off before the thing normally happens to help remind you of the person you want to be. And label those, <laughs> label it so it's not just some random alarm, right? And if you're comfortable with it, tell others in your life who are close to you the keyword, the, the secret word, right? Like for me, it was dandelion. It worked. I went through that for, I don't know, a month or whatever, and I have never gone back to being a yeller. Don't really do that anymore. I mean, I'm not saying I, there's never a moment. I'm human, but I really cannot think of when I last yelled. It's been a long, long, long time. And you could even ask my kids, and they would tell you the same. So I would like to encourage you to check the link that corresponds with this podcast episode. And you will find more information about how you can work with me. I am not only a homeschool consultant, so I can help you with your questions and give you guidance around homeschooling, but I am also a certified life coach. So I am well equipped to help you work through any challenges that you're having, whether it's directly related to homeschooling or not. So clearly I can help you with challenges you may be having that are specifically related to homeschooling, but even things like this, like yelling. There is a mindset shift that needs to happen. And while I have given you the exact directions that worked for me, and I believe those can work for you. But I also know that sometimes we just need a little bit of outside perspective, 
and a little bit of help working through our problems, our challenges, and we all have them. Even me, I work with a life coach too. Even though I'm a certified life coach, I still value that outside perspective, somebody who can ask me questions that helps me think through how to deal with any issues I may be having. And the same goes for you. As a certified life coach, I have the skills to help you work through challenges that you're having. So please take a moment and book a consultation with me. Check the link in the show notes below for more information. All right, live and learn your way. My name is Jackie and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Bye-bye. I want to say thank you for listening to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. If you've enjoyed this Mindset Monday episode, it would be great if you would follow this podcast and share it with a friend. I would really enjoy hearing what you think of these episodes, so if you're feeling inspired, please take a moment to leave a comment too. Be sure to check the link below to discover more Mindset Monday episodes and discover information about improving your mindset. Also, if you want full access to our playlist, you can sign up at homeschoolthinktank.com slash mindset. Remember, when you sign up to access our playlists, you'll be able to use our advanced podcast search engine to quickly bring you right to the moment you are looking for. If you are interested in being a guest on the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast, or you want to learn more about how we serve homeschool families, be sure to visit homeschoolthinktank.com. I'll see you later this week for our next episode about homeschooling and again on Monday for our next episode about mindset. My name is Jackie and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Have a great week. Live and learn your way.